everyone. And AIDS episode 12, December 12th, 2021. Hope you guys are all doing well. Um, I don't know what the subtitle is for today's episode. Figure that out to be determined. Um, but uh, yeah, just want to let you know how I, um, what's, the, what's the terminology? Self-care? I guess self-care. And, uh, and I walk in the woods pretty much every day now. It's like it's ideal. Like get an hour walk in every day in nature. I live by second biggest park in Toronto. And uh, yeah, it's, it's beautiful just where real, where real nature is. Like to the extent you can get in the city. No coyotes or anything that I know of. Um, not much wildlife, but uh, squirrels and stuff, but and birds, lots of birds. So it's nice. Anyways, that's how how I self heal and so I take care of myself. Uh, it's I stay healthy, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. It's my church, so to speak. This is where I find union with God. And uh, yeah, and so. Building on, you know, the theme of this is getting in, you know, bring AIDS into the present day. It's all connected, right? We could be living in a paradise on earth where no one needs to die young. They can be healthy until the day they die. And, um, and healthy, creative lives where they're rewarded for their creativity, for their contribution to society, right? It's a real, a system that really works, like in the American Constitution, Apparently, um, they have a clause in there that every person should be rewarded for the creativity, like it's uh, under the patent laws. And uh, but that has not been the case. As soon as it was enacted, apparently it's been subject, surrogated, no, circumvented, circumvented every you know in different ways, and you know people sucking off money off of your invention. Or your creative work, right? So that applies. I was listening to that this morning. And uh, yeah, so it's about two systems we want to live in on Earth. Do we want to be controlled in a digital prison, a metaverse? Or do we want to live in a human verse where humans are respected by all? There's no hierarchies. Everyone is the same. We work together to make things better for all. That's what my company, what Southern Time means. Uh, time for the global south to shine or equity for all and uh, you know people have you know f debates about what's equ equity or equality is better and what's the definition of each a million different definitions it's like just where everyone gets a chance to ex you know to um, explore their full potential right where there's there's no inherited trauma that will take a lot of work right because humanity's fucked up sorry it deserves a swear word humanity is fucked up you know I thought I had it bad I had a very uh, had Hitler in the house growing up my dad German heritage and he acted like Hitler like it was his way or the highway and he scared us intimidated us um, didn't gave me the strap three times once with uh, metal uh, buckles on it like like this metal not spikes but you know those black thick leather belts with like it looks like a saddlemistic belt it wasn't that it was just like a macho belt but you know it hurt but my brother my second oldest brother 
two years older than me, he worked down with my dad in the shop and he apparently claims that he was being regularly like whacked over the head or sometimes really, you know, my dad was powerful, right? And, you know, he's he's intimidating your body. Anyways, that was my childhood. I've met people way worse, way worse. Uh, in the in the Dreamer series, it goes uh, this lady I knew called Laura, and uh, she um, she I met her um, after I was HIV positive for uh, nine years, I was, or tw- eight years. I was twenty eight, and uh, and and she was quite a bit younger. Um, she was actually underage by she lied. She said she was eighteen, but she was not turning 18 to two months later I did not know that but she lived in a in on on the Vancouver Island I was in Vancouver and uh and she um and we just met on a dating site I find the first time I went on a not non-HIV positive dating site and um and you know my friend gay friend encouraged me to do that you know because um he uh wanted to build that confidence in me because I was very um poor self-esteem I thought it was ugly I thought that's why no one loved me before I got HIV right HIV added to that and uh and so I went on there and the first person I met on the dating site we called on the phone and we just bonded we just had so much in common we talked for like three nights five hours straight every night on the phone and then uh then uh six weeks after or so or four weeks after I forget when exactly. It was like end of December, um, 2004, and uh, then I went over for a weekend, just two, one staying one night over at uh, where she was living. She had been adopted, but she told me what she'd been through. Her um, her father raped her and physically abused her, hit her, punched her since she was two years old. And, uh, and the mother knew about it and didn't do anything about it. That was her childhood. When she was nine years old, he pimped her, him, her out to his friends so they could fuck and probably make child pornography, right? Um, and, uh, and then when she was 12, she ran away from home and she became a prostitute for two years from 12 to 14. This is in Victoria, BC, in Canada, right? And uh, she was she was uh, Irish and uh, had a bit of uh, native background in her, and uh, and um, and then uh, she um, then she she and when she was a prostitute, she like recording artists like hip hop artists coming to record in Victoria. They they she'd be underage and they she'd be working in the recording studio and that was her job to make them happy right these probably pop stars if back in the 90s you would have remembered or the thousands I guess no was it it was it would have been the 90s late 90s when she was doing that and then uh, she was rescued off, off the streets from a Christian family who adopted her and when she was 16 I think and uh, or no when she was yeah when she was 14 and so she had been living with them for three years before she met me. And they would, they found out I was HIV positive. And they say, no, you, got, you can't do this, Laura. It's not going to work. So um, that one weekend. And we, we didn't get sexual, really. We just had one time we kissed. And uh, 
Um, and then it stopped from there. And but then we one beautiful moment will be de depicted in the second season of the Dreamer series, where we just hold each other on the beach. We held each other, sat on a big rock on the beach, beautiful like in the afternoon, and uh, just sat there for like an hour and a half, holding each other, looking at the ocean. That's all we did. And uh, and you know, went around with her and her her uh, adopted family. And um, yeah, but then that was it. And then it soon broke off. She broke it off soon after that. So I was with her a total six weeks, I think. Anyways, I guess this story is Laura. So I, then I realized then, I, she's you know, with all my HIV and my mad dad growing up. And what happened with, with Bob, um, how I got HIV. This, what she experienced was far worse. So it's like, and she was... And she's she's made a life for herself now. She's gone through more traumas, and uh, but she's on the road to recovery. I think I should catch up with her. All right. Hope you guys are doing well. Take care. Cheers.